Hi, Survivors. I'm Bailey. And I'm Oliver. And this is Survivor, Survivor Team Go! Welcome back, Survivors. Welcome to Quarantine Edition. Quarantine Town. The Quarantine Island. The Quarantine Island. We're already quarantined on our Survivor Island because we never leave. Yeah, that's not true. (laughs) That's not true. That's inaccurate. Um, how, How are you guys all doing surviving quarantine? I'm going crazy, personally. And I'm not even that much of an extrovert. I spend a lot of time at home to begin with, but yeah, we you know. both we both spend most of our evenings here at home smoking weed w- with just each other and our various animals. Yeah, already well, that's usually what I do <laughs> anyway. But now I can't even go to the beach though, so that kind of sucks. Yeah, no, that sucks. I miss oh man, my coffee shop shut down, and I miss it so much. Honestly, I. I'm a person, I am an extrovert, and I am used to having conversations with people all day. As much as a lot of people hate small talk, I actually, like, thrive on it, and it's gone. <laughs> it's so gone. I'm it's so lonely. hard. <laughs> and Zoom just leaves you, like, all the worst parts of a social interaction and none of the good parts. Like, you can't hug anybody, you can't have sideways glances with people you can't have little whispered conversations with people it's just like let's talk about the boring meeting stuff okay goodbye i think zoom is uh, better than nothing Eh. video chat you know like video chat with your friends at least at least you have that but no one wants... We did we did have a, a rousing <laughs> yoga session with one of our friends oh. over Zoom just last night. That was pretty good. That was great. I feel so refreshed this morning. I know my body is so much like more alive. My knee <laughs> my knee doesn't hurt as bad. Really? Yeah. That's great. Bailey has runner's knee. I have runner's knee because we started running every day once the quarantine started. Yeah. Cheerio has been really into it. Cheerio, Cheerio loves quarantine. Our dog Cheerio has been living her best life since the quarantine started. Oh, she's coming in. She's coming. She (laughs) She heard heard her her name. name. She was was napping on my bed. Wholesome. Wholesome dog. But she came to say hi to the survivors out there. What do you think of the quarantine, Cheerio? Did you hear her sneeze, survivors? I don't know if the mic picked that up. Oh, she did sneeze. Now she has a ball. I'm going to take that ball because it makes an annoying noise. Please take that ball away from her. Please, please give me the ball. Cheerio, Cheerio, drop it. Drop it. Good, drop it. Good girl. Good girl. Come here. Come here. Yes. Oh, so good. Now we have to cut all this out. We have to cut out the kissing Cheerio. Um, Might as well milk it for all it's worth then. What are our segments? Our segments are... are... Oh, times have been... So anyway, times have been weird. Quarantine times. Quarantine times have been weird. Uh, this is our check-in, I guess. So that's yeah, our set. That's our segment. check-in. So we're checking in, and we're under quarantine. Oh, before we go any further, though, we wanted to start including our email address in oh, the intro. Oh, email at the intro. Our email address is survivorteamgo at gmail.com. 
That's no spaces, all lowercase, survivorteamgo at gmail.com. Survivorteamgo at gmail.com. Please email us. Please email us. You can email us a suggestion for a featured survivor. You can email us your survivor story or relevant survivor news or your whatever. You can email us your own survivor experience. The survivor experience of another person you would like to see featured on the podcast. The survivor experience that you read about in the newspaper the other day. Or just email us to say hi. We're email so... us about what you're annoyed about, about the quarantine. Yeah, email us about the quarantine. Please, Please email, email us. <laughs> All right, and then there's news and updates. Well, the news is is that we're in the apocalypse. Yeah. And it's been a bummer. Um, there's caution tape up around all the playgrounds. Good news, Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. Harvey Weinstein does have coronavirus in prison, so in that's prison. good. And also he was tried and sentenced, so that's oh, good. Oh yeah, Did we, have we checked in since Harvey Weinstein no. was tried? <laughs> sentenced to 20 years! And now he has coronavirus in prison. So it's a great just time. fingers crossed, maybe he'll die of COVID-19. You know, I don't wish that on a lot of people, but I feel like Harvey Weinstein is safe. I feel like, yeah. I mean, if he, get, if he dies of coronavirus, he won't be, you know, well, raping other people. But then he won't be in prison getting raped for like... But we don't support that. I don't like that, though. I don't... We don't support the getting raped in prison as a punishment for being a I don't rapist. like prison in general as, like, a... Because rape... All rape is bad. ...system. Yeah. Anyway. Wah-wah. <laughs> but good news, Harvey Weinstein has coronavirus. Yeah. Uh, hopefully he's not giving it to other people. But probably he is. Maybe they're keeping him in isolation. That would be good. <laughs> and let's see. Other news and updates. Is there any other news and updates? I mean, there's the current pandemic. Yeah, everybody. That's pretty much it. I mean, everything else has stopped. People are dying. So we were inspired. Shut down. Our featured survivors, because we have multiple featured survivors of this episode, were inspired by how angry I am at the Trump administration. Oh, yeah. For their disgusting mishandling of the coronavirus situation. Did you know we had a pandemic task force? Yeah. That... Donald Trump dismantled in the first few months of his presidency. It, it was a baby task force. Barack we Obama had a task made force it. But everything... that Barack Obama made because the pentagram, the pentagram, the I pentagram. said the pe- pentagram, <laughs> the pentagon, the pentagon, yes, was one. aware of a coronavirus, specifically a coronavirus type pandemic, exactly like this one, and that we wouldn't have enough masks and we wouldn't have enough respirators, all that shit. They've known this for like five years. And that's why Obama made the pandemic task force, and then Donald Trump dismantled it, and now his approval ratings have actually gone up. Yeah. We are in quarantine because of him, specifically because of this stupid, fat moron. Rapist. Just the, ugh, ugh. I just, I can't stand that a rapist is destroying the lives of everyone in this country. It's awful. How does one I'm just staring tiny dicked loser have so much power? It's unbelievable. So in this episode of Survivor Team Go, we're going to talk about all of the women who have come forward, who have come forward like and accused Donald Trump of sexual assault. Three counts of rape, 21 accusations of assault. Not including the All the President's Women book? Not including the All the President's Women book, because I haven't read that yet. 
not including assaults that were included in the the book all the president's women that just came out by barry levine and monique l Fazy. so that book has like 40 more names but we're gonna focus on the original 24 who are the 24 women that came forward before that book have been in the public for a while and listeners survivors did you know bailey is painting all of these women yeah, I'm doing a series where I paint every a portrait of every woman. And I'm on, like, number 20 or something. It's just an oppressive So it's almost done. Of paintings. Yay. The idea is that I'll hang them all up, and then you'll walk into the room, and it'll be like you're being confronted with some kind of physical representation of the number. So it's not just a list. Right. Where you, like, scroll through the list, but it's like a real... Like... Oh, wow, that is a lot of people. You feel in your body, you feel the number. Yeah. You know, by seeing them represented in the space. Yeah. That was the idea. And then also that I was taking the time to paint all of them. You know, because when you paint something, it's important, right? When yeah. When you see a painting of something, you're like, oh, that's important. Yeah. So. Oil painting. Let's get to the important part. Did we finish all our segments? Yeah, what check-in news and updates? Check-in news and we updates. Our email. Everything we could is also horrible. say one of our hotlines, but uh, we could also say that at the end. I think we should say that to the end. I mean, okay. So survivor number one, the first person we're going to talk about. We're going to try to go through these sort of quickly. There are twenty-four of them. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how we do. Two, two minutes on each of them is like almost an hour. Yeah. So, Katie Johnson in 1994 I believe was 13 when according to her and Katie Johnson is a pseudonym because she hasn't come forward with her real name or her real name whatever but she said that Trump violently raped her at an orgy when she was 13 years old along with our friend Jeffrey Epstein so this is one of the women Jeffrey Epstein provided to Trump, was Katie Johnson. So if you weren't aware that Donald Trump was a patron of known pedophile and pimp and sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein, he is. Your president has raped a 13-year-old girl who was provided to him by a sex trafficking pimp. Yep. Welcome to the United States of America. Yep. Um, she was set to appear at a, a Katie Johnson so this is where this woman Lisa Bloom appears. This is kind of complicated. So Lisa Bloom and Gloria Allred are two female attorneys that represent a lot of the Trump survivors. And they also are pretty questionable figures. Lisa Bloom is Gloria Allred's daughter and they kind of work together and Lisa Bloom wrote Harvey Weinstein a letter stating that she knew how to make survivors look bad because she was known as a survivor advocate. So she knew how to discredit, discredit Rose McGowan's accusations against Harvey Weinstein. So that's what Lisa Bloom is known for, is that she was secretly working for Harvey Weinstein while pretending to represent survivors. So Lisa Bloom is a psychotic bitch. 
she's also been quoted as calling her survivor clients like nut jobs she's the worst she's a vile cunt in my opinion um but she's also like a two-faced spy so a lot of these women that are being represented by gloria allred and lisa bloom which is the majority of the women who have come forward against donald trump are being represented by or lisa bloom was representing katie johnson and katie johnson was set to appear at a press conference at the law offices of lisa bloom but katie johnson never showed up for the press conference so she said she was afraid because she had received multiple death threats and then she dropped the lawsuit that she had filed against uh them so i don't know i kind of wonder if lisa bloom personally i wonder if lisa bloom had something to do with katie johnson dropping her lawsuit against donald trump since we know that she secretly worked for harvey weinstein what's to say she doesn't secretly work for donald trump i mean setting up a press conference for somebody like that that seems like a very confrontational sort of endeavor even if she did want to come forward, she might not have really wanted to do a press conference and may have been pressured into it. Who knows what happened exactly? Uh, all we can say is that she's one of the three women who have accused Donald Trump of rape, full-on rape, and not just, like, a groping. And I don't want to put things on a level like that and say just a groping, but I think we can all agree that being gang-banged when you're 13 is different than having some guy, like, grope your ass when you're 35. There's a difference there. They're both unacceptable. They're both one unacceptable. Is, like, really both, unacceptable. One is, like, like fantastically monstrous. horrifying. And, a, and also, like, a crime, you yeah. know? And ass groping is not necessarily even a crime in this country. I mean, whatever. Anyway, so Katie Johnson... Um, thank you, Katie Johnson, for coming forward. Thank you, Katie Johnson. Thank you, Katie Johnson. We believe you. We support you. No pressure to come forward against death threats, but if you ever do want to come forward again, we're here. We support you. We support you. We believe you. Uh, survivor number two, Ivana Marie Trump, is a Czech-American businesswoman and former model who was the first wife of Donald Trump. They were married in 1977, divorced in 1991, they have three children together, including Ivanka, Eric, and Donald Trump Jr. And Ivana Trump was the first woman to accuse Donald Trump of rape in their divorce papers. But as part of their divorce settlement, she recanted this accusation. Survivor number, th uh, thank you for coming forward, Ivana. Ivana Trump. We believe you. We support you. Donald Trump and Ivana Trump's daughter, Ivanka Trump, has not publicly come forward and disclosed to the abuse but donald trump has sexually abused ivanka trump in public on television and we've all witnessed it um specifically i'm thinking of the time he said if she weren't his daughter he would have sex with her which is textbook sexual abuse sexually inappropriate behavior towards your daughter hypersexualization of your children is textbook sexual abuse and we have all witnessed it on public television so that's deeply deeply disturbing Ivanka we believe you even though you haven't come forward we still know that you're being victimized we support you yeah. I'm sorry that you're still in it you know I would encourage you to get away from him if you can do your best what is this number four number three 
or no, it number just four, says right. number three. It's number yeah. four. Uh, Mindy McGillivray was a resident of Palm Springs uh, who was assisting a photographer at the Mar-a-Lago Resort where Trump owns and stays a lot uh, when Trump groped her. So thank you for coming forward, Mindy. We believe you. We support you. We support you. Trump is gross and he's disgusting. And sorry you've gotten death threats because some gross old man groped your ass. Jessica Leeds worked, number five, Jessica Leeds worked as a paper saleswoman in the late 1970s when she was called up from the coach section of a first class seat on an airplane. She was called up from coach to first class to sit next to Donald Trump and then they had dinner together and then after dinner he started assaulting her in her seat. Thank you, Jessica, for coming forward. Yeah, thank you, Jessica, for coming forward. Uh, Jessica's pretty cool. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Jessica. Number six. This is this was the second woman to accuse Donald Trump of rape, and not just assault. And I don't. Again, I don't want to say just assault, but different, different level of accusation. I would say. Um, e. Jean Carroll or Elizabeth Jean Carroll is an American journalist and advice columnist. Her Ask E. Jean column has appeared in Elle magazine since 1993. And she was ranked one of the five best magazine columns by Chicago Tribune in 2003. Uh, she also had a TV show. She's written several books. She's a pretty cool lady. And she states that Trump raped her in a Bergdorf Goodman department store dressing room in 23 years ago. So what year would that be? Is that when the article was written is this year? I think so. Oh, last year. Last year. 24 uh, years ago. So 20 years ago was 1996? 1996. Um, thank you for coming forward, E. Jean Carroll. We support you. We believe you. Thank you for coming forward. Uh, number seven, Temple Taggart McDowell is an interior designer born in Cedar City, Utah, and a former 1997 Miss Utah. She was introduced to Donald Trump by her father and states that Donald Trump kissed her several times against her will. Thank you for coming forward, Temple. We believe you. We support you. Number eight, Jessica Drake is an American pornographic actress and sex educator. She was the 11th woman to accuse Donald Trump of sexual misconduct. Jessica Drake is pretty great. She was the star of this, like, Angel series that was apparently very popular. A porn? A porn. Series? A porn series. The Fallen one? The Fallen? Fallen? Maybe? Fallen 2. Fallen and Fallen 2. <laughs> I don't know. I remember somebody um, texted me about it once. Thank you for coming forward, Jessica. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Jessica. Yay, Jessica. Yay. Round thank of applause you, for all the survivors. It's so hard to come forward. Um, what number are we on? Oh, my God. How does he even have time to assault all of these women? He's just doing a He's constantly. A busy man. It's just every, like, fucking person with a vagina that he runs into. Yeah. Um, Jill Harth, number nine. Jill Harth currently works as a makeup artist. She states that Trump attempted to rape her after chasing her into his daughter's bedroom in 1993. Classy. So that's disturbing. Thank you for coming forward, Jill. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Jill. Thank you, Jill. Number 10, Kristen Anderson currently works as a photographer in L.A., she states that Trump groped her leg and vagina in a New York nightclub when she was in her 20s. She didn't remember exactly the date that it happened, 
or even like her exact age, but she was like, oh, in my 20s, I was in a nightclub and Donald Trump grabbed my leg and then he grabbed my vagina, which sounds crazy, but the fucker has literally said, I just grab women by the pussy. Yeah. And I can get away with it. He has admitted to this. Yeah. But it's like people don't understand what that means. They think that's just something he said. It's not something he said. It's something he does. Imagine meeting someone and the first thing they do is grab your genitals. It's crazy. That's an assault. Yeah. That's bragging about violently assaulting people. Yeah. Disgusting. Number 11, Lisa Boyne, is a California health food entrepreneur. She states that while attending a dinner party with Donald Trump in the mid-1990s, he commented on whether or not she was wearing underwear. So it was sort of this whole thing. They were at dinner together, and then they started talking about, like strippers and then he was like oh do you have your are you wearing your underwear you know you should take your underwear off or something like that i don't know it sounds really gross thank you for coming forward lisa boyne thank you lisa we support you we believe you number 12 mariah bilato is a former miss miss vermont teen usa she states that donald trump walked in on her changing while she was miss teen usa so there's quite a few um women who've come forward talking about what happened to them while they were in Donald Trump's pageants the Miss because USA contest. he owned he owned several pageants not just Miss USA well this is Miss Teen USA right but then he owned like Miss Universe too I think oh deeply disturbing thank you Mariah Maria Mariah I actually don't know sorry we believe you we support you thank you Mariah Mariah number 13 Kathy Heller states that Donald Trump tried to kiss her against her will at his Mar-a-Lago estate in 1997. She's kind of like a society woman, so I think she was a guest. Sorry that happened to you, Kathy. We believe you. We support you. Thank you for coming forward. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Kathy. Number 14, Karina Virginia is currently a yoga instructor. Uh, she states that Trump groped her in public while she was working as a pharmaceutical sales rep in 2016 so that fucking sucks sorry you had to go through that karina thank you for coming forward we believe you we support you thank you karina thank you karina number 15 bridget sullivan was 2016's miss teen new hampshire trump entered her dressing room and groped her along with several other contestants sorry that happened to you bridget we believe you we support you thank you bridget thank you bridget number 16 it just keeps going yeah it's just, it's depressing in its scope. Uh, Tasha Dixon is an actress and editor known for Chuck Hank and the San Diego Twins. Under the Bed, a 2017 film, possibly. And Shit My Dad Says, a 2010 film. I think that was a TV show. Maybe. Or a TV show. I'm not sure know. if these are films or TV shows. Well, she was former Miss Arizona, and when she was in the changing room, Donald Trump came in and groped her. Sorry that happened to you, Tasha. Thank you for coming forward. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Tasha. Thank you, Tasha. Number 17, Natasha Stoinoff is a Canadian author and journalist who wrote for People Magazine and the Toronto Star. In 2005, when she was interviewing Trump for People Magazine, he pushed her against a wall and began kissing her against her will. That's grim and horrifying. Um, she gives a pretty frank interview to People Magazine about it, which is very meta because she was working on an interview for people magazine when she was assaulted and then she gives an interview about it to people magazine that's that so is very meta. at least they 
cared. Late later. Well, yeah, later they cared. Natasha. Thank you, Natasha. Thank you for coming forward. Sorry that happened to you. We believe you. We support you. Number 18, Rachel Crooks is a political activist currently running for office in Ohio State House. I think she won. I'm not sure. She states Trump forcibly kissed her while she was working as a receptionist in Trump Tower when she was 22 years old. Uh, she gives a really good interview with Rolling Stone about it, if you guys want to look that up. Uh, sorry that happened to you, Rachel. Thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for trying to run for office. That's a great way to get involved after you've been victimized like that she just like turns around and jumps right back into politics like that's really impressive that's crazy that's really great yeah uh thank you rachel we believe you we support you thank you rachel and you'd have my vote if i lived in ohio mine too number 19 jennifer murphy is a former reality tv star and contestant on the apprentice i think jennifer murphy is a little bit notorious but um it doesn't matter, like, kind of what she's done or what vaguely racist things she said. Uh, it does not excuse the fact that Donald Trump kissed her against her will during a job interview. Yeah. So that's pretty gross. Uh, thank you for coming forward, Jennifer. Sorry that happened to you. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Jennifer. Uh, number 20, Nini Loxonin. Soen? I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Nini Loxonin is a former model, former title holder of Miss Finland, and former Miss Universe contestant. She presently runs a clothing and beauty products company called Ninin Lifestyle and Living. In October 2016, Loxonin reported that she was groped by Donald Trump. I think when she was a contestant in the Miss Universe thing, but I'm not really sure. I'm sorry that happened to you, Nini. Good luck with your clothing company. Uh, we believe you. We support you. Thank, Thank you for coming forward. Thank you, Nini. Number 21, Summer Zervos, currently runs a restaurant in California. The former Apprentice contestant accused Trump of sexually assaulting her in 2007 after inviting her up to his hotel room. I think it was during, during the Apprentice times, too. He's just so gross. He's so gross. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry that happened to you, Summer. Thank you for coming forward. We believe you. We support you. Thank you. Thank you, Summer. 22, Cassandra Seals was Miss Washington in the 2013 Miss USA pageant, and she states that Donald Trump groped her and then invited her back to his hotel room. Disgusting. Thank you for coming forward, Cassandra. We believe you. We support you. Thank you, Cassandra. Thank you, Cassandra. Alva Johnson is a standout on this list as the only woman of color to have publicly accused Donald Trump of sexual assault. Uh, and she is a businesswoman and a former Trump campaign staffer who states that Trump grabbed her and kissed her against her will while she was working for him. <laughs> on his campaign. On his campaign. So I'm sorry that happened to you, Alva. Thank you for coming forward. We believe you. We support you. And the final person that we're going to talk about today, Juliet Huddy, is a talk show host and former Fox News anchor. She states that Donald Trump made a pass at her in a Trump Tower elevator and then kissed her against her will. Uh, she was a former Fox and Friends weekend host. So a lot of these people who are coming forward about this are like super conservative. Yeah. You know, um, they're conservative, they're white, they're pretty. 
generally there's a specific kind of survivor that we have encountered there's a sense that gloria allred and lisa bloom are curating uh the yeah. survivors who are able to come forward and accuse donald trump and by there's a sense it's my personal conspiracy theory yeah that gloria allred and lisa bloom are conspiring together to curate a certain kind of victim that actually benefits donald trump in some ways um i guess we can talk about that more if we have time we should say thank you to juliet yeah but Thank you for coming forward, Juliet Huddy. I know it's particularly hard when you're like sort of trapped in that super conservative woman hating universe. You know, I think it's even harder for these women to come forward when they're like in that. So I don't know. It's, you know, we don't necessarily agree on a lot of things, but I think I try, I try to see conservative women not as like anti-feminist necessarily, but just like confused (laughs) well i think they're trying they're trying their best given the outlook that they've been exposed to yeah i think i i mean i think a lot of times Um, but thank you juliet for coming forward uh we believe you we support you thank you juliet thank you juliet the thing with the thing with the curation of the victims is this idea that like maybe a lot of his supporters who the the thing we know about donald trump is that a lot of his supporters actually are fans of the grab them by the pussy you know a lot of his supporters are sexual abusers and rapists as well right um and they like that he's a rapist they want to live in a world they're very uncomfortable with the me too movement you know like i think in a lot of ways trump like nobody wants to say this but i think part of what got Trump elected was the Me Too movement, you know? They, like, came out of each other. The Me Too movement was starting to happen, and then the Trump election happened, and then the grab by the pussy comment happened, and then it was like the Me Too movement gained even more traction because it was like, look at this disgusting person who's the president. But I think part of why he was elected, you know, why these white, middle-class, suburban people in Wisconsin, for example, who originally voted for Obama and then they went and voted for Trump was because they're rapists. I mean, we have so many, we, we think about how many survivors there are on this show all the time, but something that really haunts me is like for every survivor, there is a rapist and almost everyone has survived sexual assault. Almost every person, like it's like one in four women, but one in six men that's child that's like one in six uh men uh experiences childhood sexual abuse yeah exactly that's what i'm saying (laughs) like like i'm not i'm not saying like an age specifically like men are more likely to experience abuse as children than as adults but just people in general you know one in four women one in six men like somebody is committing those rapes yeah and those assaults you know and like the the sheer i mean i see it all the time in my work you know i have men come often usually men come into my studio and they're very disturbed by my work my paintings that are like very pro survivor and they get really freaked out and they get really defensive and whenever a person is defensive about my work it always makes me wonder like oh you must be one of them you must be one of the rapists you know why else would you be so intimidated by this and maybe that's jumping to conclusions i don't know But, I mean, there's got to be, they're out there, you know, and they're voting for Donald Trump. 
And I think to them, this list is like a conquest list. Yeah. I really think that it reads that way, especially the way that it's like maybe curated. The way it's been curated by Gloria Allred and Lisa Bloom leads me to believe that they're mostly white women, they're mostly attractive, they're mostly upper class. Like, where are all of the, the only ones that stand out are people that were either undermined by Lisa Allred, or Lisa Allred, by Lisa Bloom and Gloria Allred, or they were not represented by them, you know? Right, like E. Jean Carroll. E. Jean Carroll is not represented. As far as I know, E. Jean Carroll is not represented by them. And she was one of the only ones to come out and say, oh, I was raped. Right. And I feel like the way they really hushed up the Katie Johnson thing, because I really feel like Lisa Bloom is implicit in that. I don't know. That That is my sense. It seems so sketchy. It seems really sketchy. And it just seems to me like they have chosen certain women, a lot of them are conservative, who are like more politically not so bad you know the consequences of them coming forward are not politically so severe for donald trump because his gross supporters can just be like oh yeah grab him by the pussy we already know they're okay with that but they yeah. might not be okay with knowing that he gang banged a 13 year old so they had to cover that up right because nobody hears about katie johnson nobody knows about that still nobody knows even still on the left. nobody knows even on the left and you would think people are ready to hate donald trump but even on the left people really forgive him for the sexual assault stuff you know, it's his policies that they get mad about. But what I'm stuck on is the fact that he's a fucking pedophile and a fucking rapist. Yeah. We don't talk about that enough. We really don't. And people make a lot of really gross jokes about Ivanka. And about, um... um if I have to hear one more fucking disgusting joke about Ivanka on the left, the left, if I hear so-called progressives make one more joke about how Donald Trump is raping his daughter, I'm gonna spit in their fucking face. I'm so sick of it. It's not funny. Every time you make a joke about that, you're making a joke about every woman that was sec sexually abused by her father. Yeah. You're making a joke about me. And that's not okay. That is not okay. It's not fucking funny. Nope. <laughs> it's not. People make a lot of jokes about Melania too, but I, the Ivanka jokes are the ones that really I mean, really bug me. yeah, I don't like the Melania jokes either necessarily, but like, at least she has always been old enough since she's known Donald Trump that she could consent, you know? Like, when I was doing research for the painting series, some of the most disturbing photos I saw were photos of her as a child. Like, yeah. sitting in his lap, like, with his hand in her shirt, literally, like, groping her little, like, 10-year-old breasts at parties in public. Disgusting. He's a disgusting monster. He should be arrested. He should be in prison with Jeffrey Epstein and Harvey Weinstein. That's, yes, he should. I mean, Jeffrey Epstein's dead, but you know. He should be in prison. And the reason Katie Johnson had to drop her lawsuit, grim, super grim, the reason she had to drop her lawsuit was because you can't sue a sitting president. Yeah. You can't accuse a sitting president of crimes unless you're Congress. It's disgusting. Like, he's literally escaping punishment by being president. By being president. Yeah. And God knows what kind of shit he's gotten up to since he became president. I mean, a lot of these assaults have happened since he became president. Like his campaign staffer. I mean, think about well, Alva. I guess that was on the campaign. That was during the campaign, but I mean, Jesus Christ. I just can't believe how disgusting he is.
it's unbelievable. <laughs> there aren't words for how disgusting Donald Trump is as a human being. Oliver, do you have anything to add to that? I it's horrifying. I don't know. I'm like speechless. Uh, it's 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 really disgusting, and I can't. I don't know. I'm just really worried about November. I don't know what's gonna happen if he gets elected again. I'm gonna lose my mind. Like, I can't imagine another four years of this fucking rapist. He did. He. Ch we had a task force. We had a pandemic task force, and he dismantled it he right did. before the pandemic hit. We cannot elect him again. He's a baby rapist. Please. Please. Even if you're a Republican. My God. Look at all the Republicans that have come forward against him. Yeah. It is not a political issue. He is a monster. And I am not afraid to say that Democrats are monsters. Bill Clinton is a fucking rapist and a monster. And fuck Bill Clinton. And you know what? Fuck Hillary for never divorcing him and standing by him and sh like well, helping, silencing, actively, helping, actively helping him cover it up. We'll have an episode of Bill Clinton survivors. And we'll talk about what Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton was also uh, a guest at Harvey Weinstein, or Harvey Weinstein, Jeffrey Epstein's fucking rape manor. I'm sure that Harvey Weinstein uh, donated to his campaign, too. I think that was like a big deal in his 96 run. Grim. I don't know disgusting they all know each other all the rapists they're all friends they're all friends and they all cover each other up and they all just live in this gross world of privilege and rape and they child can just, rape child rape and they can just have it's just nothing to them you know it's nothing to them snacks like think about that like jeffrey epstein called the girls that they raped on the plane on the way to the rape island snacks yeah. That's how little they matter. But every single one of those girls' lives was destroyed by that. Yeah. And we're just telling them that that doesn't matter. That's what we're telling them when we don't punish people like Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump. We're telling them, you, we're telling the survivors, we're saying you are a sacrificial lamb to this powerful man. He is worth so much more than you that his comfort and his desires come before your well-being and your existence you're yeah. telling them that they're worthless i mean these things happen like people like jeffrey epstein human traffickers like they happen because we don't value like ch vulnerable children in our society like we don't like some maybe somebody cared about those kids somewhere along the line but like not us as a as a culture we don't we don't care about them and they just fall through the cracks it's disgusting I want to thank all the women one more time for coming forward. Thank you. Really brave, really incredible. It's really hard, you know, every time you, every one of these women has received death threats, every one of them's lives were destroyed. Just unbelievable. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Ivana. Thank you, Mindy. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, E. Jean, Temple, Jessica, Jill, Kristen. Lisa, Mariah, Kathy, Karina, Bridget, Tasha, Natasha, Rachel, Jennifer, Nini, Summer, Cassandra, Alva, and Juliet. Thank you again. Thank you. Thank you for coming forward. I'm sorry that that happened to you. Yeah.
Do you have anything you want to add? Uh, I'm really sorry that that happened to all of you. Thank you for coming forward. I don't know. We, um, we got to get rid of this guy. We have to get rid of this guy. He is destroying our country. He's destroying our country. Just one man. The president, the presidency is way too much power. Yeah. We need to put some limits on presidential power. I think that's true. We had a task force. We did have a task force. A global pandemic response team. And now we're all trapped inside our houses for months while millions of people die. And everybody's losing their jobs. And this could have all been prevented. The greatest recession. Since the Great Depression. Since the Great Depression. It's going to be another Great Depression. It might. And it was single-handed. It was brought on single-handedly by one shitty dude. Think about how much more damage he could do. It's like it's like he's so horrible. The scope of it is unbelievable. Yeah. You can't comprehend the scope of how evil this one person is. He's like a modern Hitler. He really is. And, and like, he has concentration camps. He puts people in concentration camps. And I want to say he's, like, stupider than Hitler, but, like, Hitler was also Hitler stupid. Hitler was really stupid. Yeah. Stupid and malevolent. That about wraps up the featured survivor. For today's episode. For today's episode. Survivor tips? Survivor tips. Is that what we're on? Yeah. Uh, my survivor tip is to wash your hands. Good luck out there, guys. You know, try not to get COVID-19. Or give it to other people. Or give it to other people. Maybe have it. Because we probably all already have it. Can't know at this point. Because there's no testing because of... Donald Trump. Donald Trump. Uh, my survivor tip is uh, get find some toilet paper somewhere. We found some by asking a pharmacy if they had any Don't in the back. Don't give up our toilet paper scene. Just, uh, you know, ask around. Barter with your neighbors. Yeah, I don't know. Now more than ever, you know... You guys are the survivor community. Like, we're all surviving Donald Trump as a nation. We're all surviving COVID-19. You know, those feelings of, like, that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, you know? That feeling of, like, helplessness that comes up whenever you see his face. It's like we're all being abused by him. As a nation. As a nation. It really is. It's been like this since he was elected. Well, since he started campaigning, really. He, like... It's horrible. Like, lured a bunch of people in, cheated, like, I don't know, the gerrymandering, that, like, that wasn't so- solely him. The Republican Party has been gerrymandering and I mean, and Russia. And don't Russia. forget Russia. Uh, and then, like, suddenly we're stuck with him for four years, and he's like, hey, 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 what kind of damage can I do? And now, because of this virus, the election's going to be all fucked up. And the Republicans aren't going to put anything in place. They've already said they don't want to put anything in place because the Republicans want fewer people to vote. Yeah. Because they're all about voter suppression. The fewer people vote, the more likely Republicans are to win. The more people vote, the more likely Democrats are to win. It's just all really horrifying. So hang in there, survivors. Hang in there. Listener, survivors, there's a war going on. Oh, should we say our email again? Oh, we should say our email again and also um, our hotlines. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you're, like, really going through it right now, there's hotlines available we got for you to call. three of them? The National Suicide Prevention Hotline. It's at, you can reach it at 1-800-273-8255. 1-800-273-8255. There's also RAIN, uh, the National 
resources, sexual assault survivors, rape, abuse, incest, national and incest national network. That's what that stands for, I think. Uh, founded by Tori Amos. Thank you, Tori Amos. Thank you, Tori Amos. We've got to do an episode on her sometime. Oh, we do have to do our Tori Amos episode. Uh, the hotline for Rain is one eight hundred six five six Hope. That's one eight hundred six five six Hope. And then there's the Trans Lifeline. You can find them at translifeline.org or eight seven seven five six five eight eight six zero. There's a war going on out there, survivors. And in the immortal words of Audre Lorde. Your silence will not protect you. Stay safe, survivors.